you know, the, something in the rhythm of my day has to change and not to earn anything from God at all, but just to be more aware of what he's doing. I get so caught up in what I'm doing and inviting him along into my day. It's like, Jesus, how do I join you in what you're doing? That's way more fun than him joining me in my little microcosmic world. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Drew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at between grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. Well, welcome to Between the Grooves, your weekly look at music, news, and all the things that fall between the grooves. Ooh, that fall between the grooves. I like the way they said that. I like that. I like that. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm pretending I'm like doing an intro for like a soap opera. These are the days of our lives. Anyways, <sighs> uh, welcome to Between the Grooves. Yes, yes. And and yes. on a serious note, a uh, great conversation on the way with Tim Timmons. About soap operas. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> certainly talk a little bit about time. You know, the interesting thing about Tim, and, and I got to say this about, about Tim Timmons, um, He's got uh, something going on. He's been in the music business for for a long time, and he started something a, wa- a ways back called Ten Thousand Minutes. In fact, the website is ten thousand minutes dot com, and his description of it is this: There are ten thousand eighty minutes in a week. We spend eighty of those gathered as a church. What does it look like to walk with Jesus the other ten thousand minutes? That's like perfect. It's brilliant is what like, it is. It's, it really is. Like, that's such a great question to be asking. Such a great vision. And the branding is like, it's perfect. 10,000 10, minutes in a week. But eight, like, t- what, 2,080 minutes per week? Is yeah. that, that's what, he's, that's what yeah. it was? Yeah. That's I, amazing. I haven't done the math. I, that I, I'm, church. I'm assuming that the math is correct. I haven't, you know, gone on my calculator. Yeah, yet. yeah. I, that's so smart and so great. And that's a great question that really we should all be asking. How are we spending? How are we being intentional with those minutes? Obviously, there's sleep. That's pretty important. Yeah. You know, meals also important. But then, yeah, how else can we be leveraging our gifts and our heart to use those minutes, extra minutes to our best ability? It's amazing. Well, let's let's it. get into that a little bit. But um, sure. You know, we're going to get to the conversation with Tim in just a bit here. Uh, talk about his philosophy in life. Share some ideas. Um, this is this is a conversation we really can't wait to share. This is one of those amazing moments that, again, completely unexpected uh, that we're going to share with you in just a minute. But, uh, you know, speaking about 10,000 minutes and how we spend our time, um, like you said, what do we do? We sleep, we eat, we work, watch soaps. (laughs) What about social media? Like, how how many minutes per day uh, do you spend on social media? I know this, this last week, too much man like like three hours a day <laughs> you've got you've got an iphone right i do so you it tracks everything yeah so you've got your screen yeah. time little report that comes exactly. up once a week and it'll yeah. show you if you're down how many minutes you're down how many you're up and the average amount of hours hours not minutes hours, hours that you spend right. on social media yeah. per day it's mind-blowing yeah. it really is right you know it it's crazy man it's crazy yeah 
So yeah, like how we spend our time is important. How we use our time, you know, how we um, use our time for good, how we use our time to be healthy, how we use our time to help people. I think that is so important. How we use our time to be more like Jesus. I think, man, Tim is on to something. You know, so it's good. It's interesting. You, you talk about time in that aspect. And I, I can remember when I was a kid and, and again, thinking about social, my social time was outside. Like I would spend hours, right. you know, when I, right. whether yeah. I was in school or if it was the summertime, hours and hours and hours outside. I mean, you literally did not get into the house until well after dark. You know, the streetlights come on, you know, it's, it's probably time to go inside. I don't even know what I did for dinner. <laughs> like I must have eaten really right. late or something because I never went in to eat. If I did, I was right back outdoors again. And then you look at this generation and I don't want to be, you know, pointing the finger at anybody because I know with my kids when they were young they were outside a lot and it seems times have changed with social media and and online stuff and even in the last year or so with the pandemic and online learning and people working from home people are online so much more than before and why you know I understand if you have to do it for learning and I understand if you have to do it for work but after that turn it off Go outside, enjoy the weather. Go outside. Do something exactly. else. Have a That's hobby. Right. Uh, you know, pick up a musical instrument. Do something. Yep. You know, do yep. something that you can look back and say, "This is what I accomplished this past week." Versus, yeah, I watch a lot of videos. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Yeah. I'm always trying to like, you know, the kids are you know at home doing their thing, online learning, which sucks. But as soon as they're done, it's like we are going out. Like I make them just go outside. Just uh, just get their their eyes off of the screen. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, like I don't blame them that they want to now, you know, go through and decompress and playing video games. That makes sense. And yeah, I'll give them that space. But first of all, yeah, <laughs> let's just walk away from our screens and get outside and just change the the venue for a little bit because it's these things, these screens. I hate them. I love them, but I also hate them. Yeah. They're so important, so helpful, so wonderful. But oh my gosh. We gotta use our time better. I gotta use my own time better. So do I. So do I. Yeah. Absolutely. When I when I think back on the week, you know, what did I accomplish versus what I did at work, you know, what I did at home and the regular sleeping right. and eating and stuff, what else did I did I achieve? And I always felt like always felt let down at the end of the week thinking that I didn't necessarily accomplish what I wanted to. Part right. of it, I suppose, is setting the goal of what you would want to do, right? Sure. Whether it be yeah. picking up that musical instrument or learning a hobby right. or doing something. but then Or, or spend, resting or chilling out. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that either, right? Exactly. Like That's a nap. Right. Yeah. I like naps. Right? You know, right. on a weekend, yeah. there's nothing like, a, you know, half hour, 45 minute, maybe even an hour oh, nap, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Glorious. Hallelujah. On the beach is even better. (laughs) It's true. It is. There's nothing like a nap on the beach. Oh, man. I'm a a hammock by the lake kind of guy. Oh, hammock. Yes. Those are great. Just right by the lake and the water's like, oh. You know, sometimes hard to get into those hammocks, but well worth it. (laughs) Well worth it. (laughs) Worth all the potential injuries. That's right. Because you just don't want to leave. You just don't want to get out of that thing. You know? Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So, That's right. A little off track, but that's okay. Uh, we are talking about time. So, you know, <laughs> talk about what's important. What's a priority, that's right? right? So that's right. That's let's right. get to our conversation with Tim Timmons on Between the Grooves. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. I, I just led worship for my kids, like, school. 
which is just cute and classic. So I've just I've had comedy all morning. Is is it a Christian school? It's like a tutorial. Okay. And so you, I had like you know twenty little kids singing, and it's just it's comedy. It was so good. <laughs> that's that's so good. So, that's other than nice. That, I'm doing great. That's good. Oh, that's great. You've had quite a journey. Your name uh, crops up regularly when I'm adding new music at the radio station, whether it's collaborations you've done with other artists at Christmas time, or or just your own music, or even yeah. even hearing about some of the stuff that you've co-written. I mean, you're you're pretty involved in this music Christian music scene, um, and a lot of times it's not necessarily in the forefront. And I, I'm thinking specifically of huh. uh, Mercy Me's "Even If," like you you wrote helped write yep. that song, and a lot of people wouldn't necessarily know that, and that was a huge hit for Mercy Me. Yeah, yeah. I tr- I mean, I. I I wrote that song a few years before that, about five years before that, and I tried to get Sony to listen. But yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> I'm like, right. Oh gosh, you guys, this is this is like one of my favorite prayers I've ever written. That's just it's like it's what I pray. And yeah, they, they were like, we've got other better songs. And right. So, anyways, but it, it's how beautiful too that it went where it was supposed to go. Right. And I got to rewrite it with you know my best friend, and so it's it's, it's also a joy. And your own music, like, are you are you uh, fairly active when it comes to writing new music for yourself, or is it more uh, you're writing songs for other people? Do you find? Yeah, I write. I would. I mean, for this record that I just put out, if I'm writing for stuff that I'm doing, then it's that. Or if I'm helping them write for their songs, and you know, I, my my main aim is like, how do we give people prayers, not just yeah. more Christian songs actual prayers that they need to pray all week long. And as you guys, you know, are putting stuff on the radio, you guys are, you know, they're, they're going to week and any of those minutes are in a church gathering, which is awesome. And that's why I love Christian radio is that that's where the stuff hits the fan is in the 10,000 minutes. And so to have yeah. songs that we can be praying together in those minutes is really powerful. So I, I love writing for that, that time. And what I enjoy when I play the music on the radio is when I will tune in, especially these days, to an online service and I'll hear them uh, worshiping with one of those songs. You know, I right. a lot of times you'll hear it first in the church and then afterwards you notice it on the radio. But because I work in radio, I notice it on the radio first um, and, you know, you, you know it's going to be a big hit, but it's, it's rewarding yeah. and um, it's, it's a different feeling when you actually hear it uh, being sung in a church environment. It's like, wow, yeah, that is a great mm-hmm. song, a great worship song, not just being played all of three minutes on the radio, but actually singing the song, and it's longer than three minutes, which is kind of nice, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're singing these songs in agreement. And that's when we're gathered, we are, it's, we're not just singing worship songs. We're, like, literally in agreement on these things. And when we're in agreement, you know, there's an action from God, he says. And... So I, that's why I love the gathering um, as well. But it, yeah, it, it all it all belongs. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump in because uh, I, I thought that maybe uh, James was going to uh, do a cool question. But I have a question for you about your song "Roar." Yeah. Can I ask about that? Can I? Uh, is there um, is, is there a, a story behind that? Because I need to know. Yeah, uh, there is. I was standing outside of the place where my church gathers and we have this 
uh, train. I mean, literally, you guys, we'll be singing or there's somebody speaking, and we have a train that's, I mean, you can huck a rock. Like, my son could huck a rock and hit the train from, you know, mm. the building. So um, I was just sitting outside talking to somebody, and they were t- talking to me about some of the things that they've just been worrying about and just this their fears in life. And all of a sudden, this train comes by, and we couldn't hear a dang thing. You know, it was like they're mouthing words, and I'm like, well, I can't hear, <laughs> hear you at all. And it hit me. I'm like, oh, gosh, what, what if our praises actually roared, roared like a freight train louder than all of our fear? And it, it was just like, ooh, I want to pray that. That's what I want that to be. What I'm leading yeah. with is praise. Um, yes. And then I just have the Second Chronicles uh, whole story of Jehovah's doing his, you know, king in this battle that he's about to lose for sure. And he's, God tells him to send out all the singers and the, the choir, in a sense, before all the warriors and just start singing in unison as with one voice, like agreement, like I was talking about earlier. Um, mm. You are good, your love endures forever. And, and when this happened, um, there are powerful things that happened. And so I thought, what if we pray, let our praises roar, roar like a freight train louder than all our fear. So this is war. We'll shout to the darkness. You're not welcome here. So with our hearts, we're singing, God, we praise you. So that's kind of the heart. And that's the prayer that I want to pray. And I want my kids to pray and I want my community to pray. So how do you guys manage or how did you manage with a train coming by all the time? Did you kind of time your services between, between, uh... Oh no, it's, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. I think Can we just imagine? embrace, embrace chaos. Yeah. And I think there's even a gift in that there's, you know, I, every, we get so slick with everything we do in life. And I think we've almost gotten too good at, at things and too slick so that it feels like if, if things go wrong, that's not a good thing. And we all, I think I put that into life that when things go, I, I want everything, you, we want everything to go smooth in the way that we want it. But ultimately none of us have ever grown from things all going right. You know, tell me one person who's really grown just from everything going right. We grow from the, the disruption of our rhythms and chaos and pain. So as much as I don't like those things, it's also like, you know what, this is part of life and the church. It's a good thing for us to remember that. <laughs> I, I fully agree. Uh, when I was a worship pastor, I would tell my, you know, my teams, listen, let's do our best. Let's do the best we can yes. with what we have. Yep. But if things go wrong, laugh it off. Mm-hmm. Just like it's it's okay. Like celebrate the times when things go wrong. You know, like it's this is it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's it's totally fine. Laugh it off. Find some joy in those mistakes, and let's just continue doing what we're doing. It's not a big deal. To it's not a failure. It's not like it's nothing it's so to, to grieve over. Yeah. It just it's just it's just life. Life happens. So laugh it off. And that's what that's we did. Well, it's a culture well of joy. Done. Yeah. That's so well and, and th- yeah, yeah. And th- and and thank you again. Like uh, I'm I'm going through like songs to add to my church you know, repertoire moving forward, and both yeah. roar and here are on my list. And oh, so cool! Like, great songs. I love too. that. Like, really, really great songs. Thank you for those. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Even the concept of picking up praise. I think you know one of the things I do. I, the one of the main things I do, or you know, that I care about is uh, is what I talked about earlier. This ten thousand minutes dot com thing that I. I do and the mm-hmm. idea of it is we get good at what we practice and yes. i practice worry and i've practiced worry all my life 
and not like I'm trying to, and there's no shame attached to it, or I, I practice discontent. I literally practice that. I practice things not trying to do that, but it's just how my I'm wired and the way I see things. And so when I can practice worry or I can practice trust, and that's really what it comes down to in my days, or I can either pick up praise or pick up worry in my day and either say, God, you're at work in all things, and I'm going to just, I'm going to walk with you in this, or I start picking up worry and I become the king of the kingdom. <laughs> it just doesn't work. And so I think when I'm writing these songs I'm, and for, that are for the 80-minute gathering and for the 10-minute, 10,000-minute scattering, I, I want us to be able to pray that. Like, God, I'm, mm-hmm. today, in the midst of this, I'm going to pick up praise instead of picking up worry, you know? So that's, that's stuff I love. So thank you. That means a lot. Can I say, Tim, I think one of the things that as a society we tend to do now more so than ever is we practice appearances as well. Like, look mm-hmm. at look at social media where it's just, it's all about, you know, um, how I look and how I appear to others. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I mean, I've never dealt with that, but I'm sure other people do. Well, um, I, I think it's <laughs> obvious when you look at their social media feed because everything's perfect in their life, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man, no, it's, it's so true. I mean, it's so prevalent. And it's these are the good things for us to rethink our thinking on. You know, if, if repenting actually means to rethink our thinking, then that that is something that's worth rethinking our thinking on. Yeah. Uh, we, we're finding our value. Or somebody said yes yesterday, such a great line of not outsourcing our identity and our value to those things. I was like, Oh, what a great line to not outsource my identity and value to social media and how I did or how I didn't do, or it was powerful. Yeah. Well, there's that. And, and of course, and there's a song, there's a song lyric for you right there. That's, that's free. Uh, Although you thought Mm. of it yourself. Um, But, (laughs) but, but also like if you, if you uh, see, like, I, I, I'm not a big, um, selfie guy like i don't think yeah. i look good on on you know in pictures <laughs> that's, that's probably that, true yeah we're that's, we're, that's, that's probably true we thanks to talk to you about that, yeah. yeah that's right that's thanks right. thanks for don't that want to mention of, it but thanks for that yeah. vote of confidence now that we're on the topic yeah that's, that's right yeah. so i'm self- this is actually a carefrontation for you a bunch of your friends are actually on this line right now that's right that's right thanks we want you terrible i appreciate that vote of confidence thank you so much but how many times have you seen people where they are they they take a million pictures, and I'm exaggerating, but they say they'll take like two dozen pictures of themselves, and then they'll pick the best one that they look with the right filter and everything else, and they'll post that on social media. Or, you know, you'll be at an event with a bunch of people, and, you know, two or three of them will gather and say, hey, let's grab a picture together, but they have to find the right place in the in the room for the right light and everything else because everything again has to be perfect and then they'll take a million shots and then they'll get the best of those shots and post that on social media and that's the image that they portray of themselves and that's the image that other people get of them as well and i think it's almost scary to a certain extent because um it's they're not perfect and you know they have flaws and why not show those flaws and my problem is i don't like showing the flaws and that's the reason why i don't like posting selfies right so yeah, there, there's, yeah, and that, you know, each of us have our thing, right? You know, where, where that may not be your thing, but like, ultimately, these things all come down to what, what do we believe to be true about God? I mean, right. if, if that's really the aim at the bottom of all the things that we are rethinking our thinking on, you know, repenting of is going, okay, so if I need to have the best picture out on the internet, Tim, 
um, what is that? What do I really believe to be true about God? Or what do I really tr- believe to be true about myself or about others? Or, you know, it's, it's fascinating. I've been really, I've been, I walk with guys every morning. Um, I know it sounds funny and it sounds very Christian, but we literally go on walks and that's kind of the aim of our walks is just going, okay, so what's been going on this week? And then we go, okay, so what's that? Wh- what do you really truly believe, believe to be true about God in the midst of that? You know, when you need right. that selfie or, yeah, man, it's been so powerful for, for my buddies and I in this past season, just to use that lens, you know, it's, it's, it's a good one. And it's so much easier to go for that walk and have that conversation than going for a run, you know, cause have you ever tried having a conversation <laughs> yeah. while you're yeah. running? It's like, <sighs> so yeah. anyways, I was, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. thinking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just weren't, we just don't talk at all going up the hills. Right. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's an awesome thing to do, though. So it's it's a bunch of buddies just getting together for a walk. That's that's amazing. That's that's great. I mean, well, it's one it's one at a time. Um, I just I've got a group enough. group of guys. I just I I see it as um, I mean, discipleship is like one of the main aims of Jesus, not for Christians, but for Jesus. And so I was like, man, I want to be aimed by other people. I don't, you know, I don't need to be like somebody else, or I don't need to make anybody else like me. But let's aim each other. So we just kind of go on walks, and sometimes we have powerful times. Sometimes it's just a blast, and we laugh a lot. And um, but it's 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 a kind of a way that we get to disciple one another, you know. So I, I've I've been that's been a gift in this past year. I I like that walk idea. I really do. Typically in the past, Drew, I've mentioned to you that I really appreciate and and love the opportunities to grab a coffee with somebody. Uh, and usually it's at the coffee shop or something, and you can spend an hour and a half, two hours just having a deep down conversation. But yeah. why, why not do the same thing over a walk? You might not necessarily yeah. go anywhere in particular, but you could you know see the scenery or, or see part of the city that you've never seen before and have a great conversation at the same time. That's when yeah, you're, you're, this, you're walking oh, in the same direction, and there's it's not like staring at each other. I, I do this with my wife, and it's actually been really great for our marriage. <laughs> when we're dealing with something, or you know, sometimes we don't want to just go on that date date night because that date night is so heavy. It's like, oh my gosh, we got to talk about everything at this date night. So I've got 20 kids, and we've just started going on these walks, and it's like, oh, we can just talk about life and. We're not staring at each other, you know, for in some intense conversation. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. That's been a big part of me sort of staying alive during this whole uh, pandemic thing, because I get sick mm. and tired of, of, of being on screens pretty quickly. And so yeah. it's been fantastic just saying, hey, uh, hey, I'll meet you at your place and we'll go for a walk or come over here, we'll go for a walk or I'll even walk I around the neighborhood and actually do yep. like drop little care packages at my friend's place. And it was do like really long, like hangs on their driveway and just be like checking in. How are you feeling today? What do you need today? What, how can I help you today? Just it's a really cool way to, you know, to get some exercise, but also just yeah. to kind of connect with people. Because, yeah, you're right. We can't do the pub thing. We can't do the coffee shop thing. We can't meet over food and drink like how we used to, at least at least up here in Ontario. We can't. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah. We, well, we can sort of walk and converse and dream together and you know dig into each other's lives person to person while moving in nature or down the city or in our neighborhood. That's great. I love that. I've been doing the walk thing with my wife, and I like I like what you said, Tim, about the fact that you don't have to necessarily see them face to face. Not that I have a problem looking at my wife, obviously. <laughs> oh boy! But but having that having that conversation that is sometimes a little difficult to have. Yes. 
Yes. Um, and, and, you know, part of it, too, is when you're on the walk, you don't necessarily have to talk the whole time either. Where you can just right. be yeah. quiet and enjoy each other's company, look at the scenery, uh, enjoy the weather, enjoy each other. Yeah. Yeah. Choose more hills because then you don't need to talk as much. Ooh. That is so nice. deep right there. Nice. Words <laughs> totally of wisdom. Kidding. Words oh, of wisdom. That is awesome. Man. <laughs> We're going to use that in the promo for this podcast. Yeah, please do. No, that's not true. That's not true. I love talking to my wife. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's awesome. So uh, can we can we hear a little bit about your past? I know you've had some pretty uh, interesting, can I use that word, some is- interesting yeah. stuff that's happened in your life. Um, can you share a little bit about what's happened to you? Sure. I'm bald. And, um, yes. but, but you still sport a beard. I have a lot of hair on my face, just not on my head. So right, that, right. that's a strong stuff to know about me. And that's why you've got um, the hat on because you can hide things. Yeah. Well, bald guys just need hats. Yeah, hats that's are true. a gift to bald guys. So, amen. Amen. Uh, no, I mean, I think what you're, what you're pointing at is people have asked me to tell my story. And I think what they mean is my cancer journey. And, I, what I always say is, and you did not ask that, by the way, um, but what I always say is my cancer journey is not my story. Um, that's a pretty stupid story. Like, there's nothing awesome about that story uh, other than seeing God at work in the midst of it. Um, that's my story. And so it's 21 years ago that I was given five years to live uh, with an incurable uh, cancer diagnosis. And there's still, like, tumors on my liver as we speak and I keep waking up every day. <laughs> I mean, that's, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. There it I, is, I, yeah. I keep getting to wake up and go, okay, Jesus, what's, what do we got today? I want to join him in my days instead of work for him. And so, yeah, so that, that has been, it's been quite a journey with cancer and this diagnosis and all of this for the past 21 years. And also just not letting that become, the narrative that I practice. That's not my, that's not my story. It's not my narrative. Um, so whatever, whoever's listening right now, whatever you got going on in your story in your journey, um, that's not who you are. Like that's, this is the actual story is going, okay, God, I want to join you in the midst of this. Like, what are you at work doing? And I want to join you in it. And what, how do you know, what are you doing in me? How do I join you even in that? So it's actually been such a gift you know, I wrote a blog about cancer um, is a gift, which just sounds so terrible, but it really has. Like, there's there's a real sobriety that comes with every day waking up and going, okay, I'm not supposed to be here, but I got another one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. Hmm. Right, Tim, I like what you say about uh, what is your story and not talking about like for me, for instance, a lot of people would say, well, you know, James Curtis, uh, he's the radio guy. Well. That's my job, but it's not really right. who I am. Uh, right. Drew Brown, you're the artist, musician, um, you know, mm. producer and stuff. That Again, that's your job. That's not who you are. Right. right. Yeah. And, and sometimes you got to get deeper to talk about who you are beyond what your career path is or what your job is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Or what your ailments are or weaknesses are. Sure. I mean, some yeah. people that right. have been, you know, have been divorced or have been caught in something or have done something or you're sick or you're really great at something and 
like all these things become these labels and identities that were never meant to be our identities. So, yeah, it's so true. Gosh, I mean, I still I deal with that all the time. Um, so it's just rethinking my thinking on it. Yeah, that's good. That is good. I, I you know, I, I'm thinking now to myself, like, who am I? I'm, I'm, that's what's going through my mind right, right now is who am I? Yeah. You know, again, I, I yeah. start thinking. I, I, I immediately start uh, moving towards the I'm the radio guy, but but I'm not right. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. my job, and and it's so easy to gravitate to those easy things that of, so what, easy. of what you do, but not of who you are. You know. Yeah. Uh, what happens when the, these things go away? What happens when? Uh, you know, what happens if when I'm, my body gets healed, what happens when you're not the radio guy? What, you know, what happens? Yeah. All these things. It's so wild. It's so uh, dangerous. <laughs> really. And, yeah. And, and deep. <laughs> and deep. Look, yeah. look yeah. at us. Hey, look, look at us being all existential and stuff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at us. We're so fancy. So fancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the album, the album's out here. Here's finally here. So yep. I, I'm always curious about like what happens. Um, like I know where you are, things are a bit more open and people are going to shows again, but what is kind like, of are ish. Yeah. Kind of sort of. Yeah. Um, are you planning on touring it or are you just going to like just aim for radio releases and sort of chill at home? What's kind of your thought process and goals for this album? Gosh, I don't know. You tell me. Um, no, there's not a lot, not a lot opening up. I mean, Florida, you know, it, that's right. a, that's a state here in the United States of America. Um, was that sarcasm? Like uh, maybe a little sarcasm, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But like we don't know what Florida they, is, but that's okay. Yeah. They, uh, they have, they're like, Oh, there's a pandemic. You know, that's kind of them. Yeah. So exactly. they, they've got open yeah, shows yeah. everywhere else. Doesn't, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I think we're, we're going to do a tour probably in the fall, and uh, I might be touring my podcast actually. So the podcast and my record. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun in this next season. But yeah, I'm, the, the thing I care most about is ten thousand minutes, and my music is yeah. just my aim is just to help people pray in the ten thousand minutes, and this is a way that uh, people get to hear that stuff and get to in, be invited into a bigger story than just the Christian narrative that we've grown up with. So music helps me. It kind of opens the doors for me to do that. So when you say you're going to tour the podcast, and just so we're clear, this is the 10,000 Minutes, The Experiment, which is hosted by yourself and Chris Cleveland from Stars Go Dim. We've had Chris on the podcast previously. Good. Does, that, does yeah. that mean you guys are going to go on tour together musically as well? Yeah, so we've been kind of talking through that. We'll see when that happens, um, probably in October we're looking at. And just doing, like making kind of a full night where we would actually bring a host or get a get a guest from that area and do a podcast with them live and also do some music. So it'd be just super fun. Yeah. Just a bunch of, I mean, you guys know it. You guys are such dorks. It just, it totally works when you just have fun with people. <laughs> That's a kind yeah. of a, it's fun to watch. Okay, so, so so we're dorks now. But anyways, oh, you're total dorks. You guys are. I love you guys. I, I, I'm a fan. That's true. We I are. will say this. I will say this, Tim. Like your your description of how that would come down is is awesome because that's what we that's what Drew and I live for when there are events that we attend together, which obviously hasn't happened in the last twelve to fourteen yeah. months. But when we get to go to a music festival or some kind of a, uh, a mm-hmm. like an awards thing, like we did that mm-hmm. with GMA Canada, which is the uh, Covenant Award. Mm-hmm. 
Awards, which is the you know Canadian version of the Dove Awards, and yeah. you know take some time where we're you know we're gonna hey we've seen this artist here we haven't chatted with him in a long time and say hey you want to come on our podcast we're going to record an episode this afternoon and and then we set up a table set up the microphones and just have this conversation in the midst of all the noise around us and stuff and have this conversation like I love that stuff like that is yeah. so yeah. genuine and different and uh, you know different kind of conversation that you would have necessarily uh, versus on the phone or or even in person to a limited extent when you're in a studio or something this is right. like out you know in the thick of things with everybody else i love that yeah so we'll, we'll see how that goes but we're 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 dreaming that's nice i like that's that good. that's that's, that's nice. a good dream so yeah. are, are you going to send any songs to radio yeah so there's the single that just came out as uh this is the day yeah and so that one's been been doing well out here and i'm thankful for that and it's really that it's the it's the prayer that i stole from the psalmist and we actually don't know who that psalmist is in 118, Psalm 118. And I've always taken that song as such a happy-go-lucky, almost your head is in the sand, this is the day that the Lord has made, you know, I will rejoice and be glad in that. And it's like, oh, that psalm was actually written in a really dangerous, scary, wild um, season. And so it's like in between this, all this chaos, that's what a song is. So in the midst of all this craziness, God, this is the day that you've made. You woke me up again. I will pursue you whose joy and I will find contentment and just walking with you. I'll be glad. And so I, I, I really love that song. So that's, that's the radio single right now. But, um, so are you actually, are you actually taking credit for writing the lyrics of that song or no, no, well, some of them. No. Okay. But okay. yeah. yeah. You know, when you start looking at income and, and uh, you know, the royalties that are paid and stuff, you know, you, where's the rest of it going, right? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Sorry, that was that, was yeah. that little quirky, uh, dorky thing there. Oh, I just thought I'd throw gosh. that in there. That was a free. That was a free one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Not not much money in this, this industry to be made right now, but I, it, it, that's, that is not my, that's not my reason for being in this thing. Uh, obviously not yours either, because I, you know, I know how it goes with radio people, and we get to just actually invite people into bigger stories. Yeah, and that's it. so it's that's that's what gets me up in the morning. So if this isn't, uh, you know, like like you've indicated, and and it's so true, especially in the season that we're in right now, if if this isn't making you money as far as an income yeah. is concerned, what is? Yeah, uh, I for the past four years, I've been part of this church community out here in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, called journey church. And I love um, journey. Been, yeah. It's just such a great community. So it's, I've been a, I'm a pastor here. I'm just kind of part-time pastor here. And, um, that's been great. And then we just, I don't know, we're, we're running out, but it's okay. Uh, we still eat and God is bigger than, and that stuff. Yeah. So today we're grateful. We woke up, and this is this is the good gift is that we woke up. So the other stuff, I can either practice worry with, and let that ruin my day, um, or we go, okay, Jesus, we're just going to trust you, and if we need to sell something, we'll sell something. So mm. so far, I haven't had to sell too many guitars, and we keep waking up and we keep eating. So today we are grateful, but all the time we're blessed. Um, which is a, a new new thought, is that blessing is not, ooh, I got a job, I'm blessed, or we just made this, I'm so blessed. Um, that's 
that's that's not even biblically correct. So we're trying to just see is like my nearness to God, God's nearness to me is the blessing today. And so when I'm sober enough, I can live with that reality. And that's a really good place to live. But when I'm, when I'm drunk on worry or drunk on any of those other things, then I just lose that perspective. And so for the whole goal of 10,000 minutes is really how do we put these things, these practices, experiments into our daily rhythms of that would kind of help us just join Jesus versus working for him or, you know, any of the other things. So yeah, thanks for asking, but we're, we keep making it and everybody's going through our times right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's true. True. I'm, uh, I'm curious about like what kind of sort of daily spiritual practices, um, are, are sort of seen within your day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, what are you into, man? (laughs) Gosh, I wish, I wish I could tell you that was awesome. I don't, um, I don't do quiet time like I used to, um, not for a long time, actually. And I would say I'm much more aware of Jesus than I've ever been. So I'm not dogging those things at all. Just for me, it was, it became a duty, if you will. Um, and I was like, gosh, I, I, I kill it in those few minutes that I do that, but then I kind of forget for the rest of the day. And so my practice has been, and that'll change through the years, but I wake up every morning and I write this little, with a Sharpie, um, an X on my wrist. And it's for a few reasons. One is just I woke up again today. I mean, I literally yeah. am just trying to start my mornings going, okay, my beginning of my day is I woke up again. Thank you, God. How do I join you in my day? And what's it look like when I'm a dad or a husband or on a podcast or uh, at the grocery store? How do I join you, Jesus, in my day? So that's kind of my, my beginning. And so I looked down at my wrist all day long and remember, okay, join Jesus in this day. So, and then whatever practice that we're practicing with 10,000minutes.com, um, there's always a, a practice and experiment we try every week. And it's just trying to recenter our hearts on, or realign our hearts to what Jesus is doing. So uh, this past week, it was Jesus, breathing in Jesus, breathing out, you have my attention. Just all day long. Jesus, breathe out, you have my attention. And it's been pretty, it's so good. It's so good. So it just reminds me and it keeps me aligning and realigning my heart to him all day. So that's kind of, those are the practices that I'm doing and a part of. And and here I thought all Christians uh, should have a cookie cutter formula on how they, you know, handle their day and what they do. <laughs> like you should have that quiet time. You need to, you know, read X amount of words or, or chapters in the Bible. Um, you need to have X amount of minutes worth of prayer time and stuff. In essentially going through the motions, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, yeah. and then, you know, Drew, we had a conversation with somebody recently, and I, I can't remember who it was. Um, and, and we were talking about <laughs> what, why we do what we do. Like, why are we doing certain things, right? right? And, right. and sometimes you need to take that step back and determine, well, why, why am I doing this? Like, what am I achieving here? What is my end goal? You know, at mm, the end of the day. So good. I love that. Yeah. And so, so like you talking about that quiet time, if it's not doing anything for you or it's a chore, or if it's a, um, you're just doing it because you have to do it, then yeah. maybe that's the wrong motive. It's just worth yes. rethinking your thinking on. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to dog it at all. I was talking with, you know, Chad from unspoken this morning. Uh, his daughter was singing with me this morning at, at chapel and he was talking to me about something that he's just been reading and every morning he's reading. I'm like, man, that is so great. I love that. And it's just been so powerful for him. 
and that's worth celebrating. I just think, yeah. uh, for me, it has become, it became a thing where, yeah, we just, we do it. Or if I don't do it, oh gosh, what's, what's God going to think? And I think God's going, my gosh, I, I, I am the word, <laughs> you know, the whole word is about me. So why don't we just hang out together? And, um, there's just something beautiful about, uh, yeah, rethinking our thinking and changing the rhythm of our week. I mean, the only time that anything changes is when something changes, <laughs> right? I mean, if you think that was, about that it, was yeah, deep. That yeah. was deep, but it's true. Yeah, it is. It's it's you know, if I want to actually uh, not be so fat, then what if I need to actually change some things? I need to change yeah. just some of the ways that I'm eating, or times, or maybe just go on some walks. You know, the, something something in the rhythm of my day has to change, and not to earn anything from God at all, but just to be more aware of what he's doing. I get so caught up in what I'm doing and inviting him along into my day, which I think is so uh, anti the way of the kingdom of God. God, please be with me today as I, it's like, oh, whoops. Like that's a terrible prayer that I've taught my kids. (laughs) It's like, Jesus, how do I join you in what you're doing? That's way more fun than him joining me in my little microcosmic world. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I think we just asked Jesus, Jesus, how, how do I, you know, a friend of mine's talked about prayer as simple as aligning and realigning our hearts to God's during our day. Yes. Yeah. And it's always been this like, dear God, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I go, maybe it doesn't have to ever be a dear God again. Like, I don't want my kids praying dear God anymore. It's yeah. no, it's Jesus. You're here. I don't have to ask you to be here with us. Like every time before we, you know, there's a church service. What happens is everybody gets together in the back room and we all pray, God, be with us as we, it's like, man, that's a terrible prayer that I've done my whole life. Mm. What if it's just, you're already here. You know what you want to do today. We want to join you in what you're doing. Help us join you. Well, it's just what a, what a different prayer than God, you know, be here with us and do this and do that, you know? Yeah, I'm sitting here. There, but. Oh, it's good. I love this tangent. I'm sitting here and I'm like air clapping. I'm like, this is so good. This is so good. I spent a large part of like my, like, I don't know, a lot, a lot of my life um, feeling so guilty and so out of sync mm-hmm. with God because I didn't do the normal, like, wake up, read your Bible, pray. But that's the formula. Like, that's the formula, Drew. That, Come on. Well, this is it. And I was like, this is not, I'm not wired that way. For me, it's kind of like if I went for a morning walk, that was my God time. If I'm driving into work, I used to work like a, like an hour away. That was my time to kind of Mm, hang out with God. It was like, it was just like not the usual set and and, and look badly because well, you should, you're as a worship pastor, as a minister, you should be doing this. Right. No, like this, this is the way I'm wired. This way it works for me this way. I feel connected to God when I do these things. It's, yeah. And so I felt, I've had spent well, so much of my life feeling so like, ugh. Mm. so it's really mm. cool to have this conversation and be like, yeah, like it's, it's not about following these rules. As an, oh, I'm not going to say that relationship thing. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not no, saying I, that. I, I, cliche I, thing. Saying. I, yeah. The, the cliche yeah. is cliche because it's true, but it, yeah, exactly. Yes. I get it. I totally get it. And there is a big shift there that I think, man, Christians are, We've done a huge disservice to Jesus people 
I think, and I've been a part of it. And so I think there's a, a bit of me uh, not wanting to damn the thing at all, but just to, again, rethink our thinking on what does Jesus actually care about? What did he talk about? How do we join him in what he's those things versus just going, this is our, our religious thing. And I've just, I've become, I was that guy and not trying to be, but just, it was like, this is just what we get into. And there's such freedom outside of that and power outside of that, that is so exciting. So I love that That's been part of your journey. It's great. Ah, <laughs> you know, it's very uh, stress-free that way. It right? Is. It is. Yeah. You're not striving. It's, you're not, it's a pressure yeah. thing. It's just yeah. being. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. So th- this record is, uh, you know, it's called here. And, but it, let's see about 10 or 11 years ago, I quit working for Jesus. It was actually, uh, I mean, I almost signed it and wrote it and, you know, brought him a pink slip and I just quit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done working for you. I will never work for you again, Jesus, but I will walk mm-hmm. with you and I will, whatever you want to open, you open doors. You know, pa- Paul, even I'm not a big fan of evangelism, to be honest, because I don't see it biblically, especially the way that we talk about it. Um, and I, which is a podcast for another time, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> I like where you're yeah, going with this. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Well, yeah. When, when Paul went to a town. He asked Jesus to uh, God to open the doors. Spirit, would you open the doors for things to happen? Not me go and bang them up, bang them down. And does God work through that? Totally, which is great. But it's like, how do we join Him? And so I stopped working for him and I'm just starting to walk with him. And gosh, that has just totally freed my, my days up. Cause it's like, Oh, cool. I don't have to do this for you, but what are you doing? And I just kind of want to come along and hang out. <laughs> it's, it's way more relational and gosh, it is so changed. The fruit of the spirit that came out of my life yeah. uh, was no longer fruit of my labor that I'm Hey Tim, stop worrying or, stop checking this stuff out. You are Tim Gush. Stop it. Really try it. You know, it's like that never works. So, and at some point somebody will piss me off enough where the love that I'm trying to have for somebody else will die. And so it's like, okay, so that's fruit of my labor and that just won't work at really when it comes down to it. But if I'm actually just walking with him and I want to see his heart and saying, this is the day that you've made, I want to rejoice and walk with you in it then I don't know that his love and patience and joy is starting to actually come out of me without me trying. That's a cool, Mm. that's a cool thing to lean into, you know, that's free. Yeah, it is. What's, what's nice is when that happens and then something as a result of that happens career wise or family wise or whatever else in your life it's, it's uh, number one, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise because you didn't have any preconceived, you know, expectations and also, uh, it's you know you can look at it and say this this was a God moment like this this was God not not me trying to you know make it happen yeah right and just for fun what if all moments are God moments yeah you know I mean it's it's the we we just did a, a podcast on this because I've said the same thing my whole life and I still do you know there are there are God moments there are moments you just cannot explain that it's like well God, that's duh so I'm, that's beautiful. But I've almost made these God moments almost, or, you know, people use God winks or whatnot. And it's as if they are not all the time. 
as if he's like, well, I'm going to show up here and do this, but not here. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's been an interesting, even, even the idea of him being good. Uh, someone, a friend of mine the other day said, gosh, my, my single is doing really well. God is so good. I'm like, okay, but was he not good yesterday? <laughs> Were you not blessed just by his presence? You know, I didn't say this out loud. What a jerk I'd be. But <laughs> it was, I was just thinking it because I've said this so many times in my life, and it's good to hear somebody else say it and go, huh, I wonder if that's true. You know, mm-hmm. and not in a lame way. It's just kind of rethinking our thinking on all these things. Yeah. Now, if I could play devil's advocate for just a moment, I guess the oh. only oh, here we go. the the only problem go. with uh, some of that would be go. is if you aren't genuine in doing that, then you could you could be lazy. Like, I, and I'm thinking I'm thinking specifically of a a, a new. Christian artists, they want to they want to become a Christian artist. They want to get their song, songs played on the radio, and and they want to write music. and And I suppose number one, maybe the motives are the wrong ones. But I, I guess what I'm referring to is is not doing the work, right? Just kind of s- sitting back and expecting things to happen if you're not actually, right. you know, doing something like writing a song or or recording yeah. a song or whatever. So you know, that's the flip side to everything that you've said. Yep. There is if you're actually not doing anything and you're just you know putting your feet up and doing nothing then then i guess you can expect god to do nothing yeah yes and then on the other side of that is god helps those who help themselves i just don't see that as a biblical phrase right right right, but that's that's a very christian phrase it's just not biblical Mm -hmm. and so i i I mean i could not agree with you more that i you know the only way that my songs will do anything and join the kingdom and its work is if i work my butt off on writing songs Right. You know, yeah. that's so I, <laughs> I could not agree with you more. I just, my thing is that what I'm learning right now is that this, the blessing, you know, 112 times the word blessing is used in the blessing or bless or blessed in the New Testament. And not one of them is a material blessing mm-hmm. or something right. good that happens. It's the nearness of God. It's the presence and awareness of the kingdom in these people's lives. It's just, it's really fascinating. I mean, it's so many things. It's, it's the favor of God. It's being favored. It's, um, but it doesn't have to do with that stuff. So I'm just, I'm trying to retrain my, my thinking on even the word blessing or good, uh, you know, Romans eight twenty eight, for God works these things out, uh, for our good or for his good. I mean, what, how do we really see that? What is my definition of good, mm. which is dangerous, which my definition of good would be the same as blessing. Right. And it's like, ooh, what if that's not actually the way that the heart of God is inviting us into it? What if we are blessed? You know, what if all things belong? You know, uh, what if it. we are blessed always? That's it. <laughs> it's, yes. it's just, you know, who knows? I could be dead wrong, and I'm totally great with being dead wrong. But I appreciate uh, going on this walk with you. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Was, I, le- I wish we could have gotten some calories taken out at the same time, but yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Well, no, I was doing some stretches while we were chatting. So <laughs> again, we 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 yeah, we've got some looks issues with you that we got to talk through. Um, <laughs> just, just, like, just love the way he brings that circles back to that. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks for thanks for the vote of confidence. I no, just feel I don't like, even you know, need your face, but I'm sure it's it's frightening. I'm sure it's frightening, <laughs> but I think. <laughs> I can't talk. You look at me. I'm something else. <laughs> well, let's just say this. Maybe I should wear a hat. Yes. Good. <laughs> good. Anyways. 
Listen, uh, Tim, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us on Between the Grooves. Big thank you. Thank you for just for hanging out with us and chatting it up. This was an amazing, amazing hang, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks oh, for the good. walk. That's that's what this was for me. It was a walk, and I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Thanks, you guys. Well, you guys are super awesome. That You know, you had to do so many interviews and so many things, and you can tell right off the bat, you go, whoops, this is, please, Lord, make this short. And <laughs> so... Uh, this was not one of those. No, no, so I could tell you stories. I really enjoyed. I could tell you stories, but no, this was not that. That's for sure. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, yeah. Man. My still my favorite my my favorite radio interview I ever had. I've had it on a radio interview and then opening up for some arena concert like Immerse Me. The, the radio person both times, different people. So this is Tim Timmons, and he has cancer, and that that was my intro. No. Wow. So no. just, so just, the fact that you guys didn't do that, I feel like you guys are winning. You're already winning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so good. Wow. <laughs> that is like, uh, oh, Yeah, you you're going to really enjoy him. Well, like, if, well, if it was so good, <laughs> if, if it was so good, we could start all over again. We could just, uh, you know, re-record. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. Oh, man. No, this was awesome. Right, dude. Thanks so much, Tim. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Take care, dude. Okay. Later. Bye. That was nice. I enjoyed like, that walk. Wow. Yeah. That's what it was, here. you know, like his description yeah. and you could visually see that. You could see where where that is so meaningful and I understand it and I appreciate it and we ended up doing it, right? That's we ended right. up going That's for right. a walk with Tim Timmons. There's no better way mm-hmm. to describe that conversation. Uphill both ways. That's what we did. Hey, make sure you check out timtimmonsmusic.com or 10,000minutes.com to find out everything there is to know about Tim Timmons, his music, events, and social media as well. And next up on Artist Advice, we have Meredith Andrews, one of my favorite worship leaders. Yeah. Um, be faithful where you are. Be faithful where God's placed you. Yeah. I, I was, I was, I thought it was going to be longer than that, but oh my no, God. I'm, I'm good with that. Oh, Meredith Andrews, so good. That's why she's one of my favorites. <laughs> Be faithful. That's 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 perfect. Yeah, nothing uh, yeah. nothing complicated about it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, thank you, Meredith, and uh, thank you for uh, Tim Timmons for a great walk today. That was a lot of fun and uh, very moving in a sense. I agree. Yeah, I miss I it's, miss those times. Yeah, moving is actually a perfect way to say it, man. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. We're done this week's episode. Uh, we're we're actually out of time. We are out of time, folks. I've always wanted to say that, folks. We are out of time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Easy now. But listen, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> As always, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We have new episodes dropping every Monday, and leave us a rating. Uh, that helps us reach more people, as well as a review. If you've got something positive to say, that'd be kind of nice. <laughs> That's right. It, it, you know, it, it helps us. It helps us feel good about ourselves. Yes, you know? which is the most important thing right now. That's right. No, no, I'm just That's kidding. Right. It, it helps others. <laughs> it helps others know that it's worth listening to. So if you there if you enjoyed is. this episode or other previous episodes, definitely drop us a line and uh, let others know that uh, this is worth listening to because we would like to grow this thing and and reach more people all the time. There it is. And a great way to let people know about the show is by finding us online and social media and sharing it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Between Grooves. You can find us, like us, follow us, share it, talk about it, complain about it, 
whatever no, people do on no, social media. They complain, but they don't complain about between yeah. the groups. Complain about JK. Sure. Just him sure. directly and personally and yeah. only him. That's great. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> We're in this together, buddy. <laughs> We're in this together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> left holding the bag here. That's great. <laughs>